Thank you so much for tuning in the podcast of the PG Fellowship Church in Buffalo Valley, Tennessee. Let's join Pastor Michael Waters for the message. Good worship this morning. Uh, <laughs> I've been looking for something like that for a couple weeks now, brother. We just need to let the Lord work. <laughs> You know what the message is this morning? It's giving your best. And, and to give our best, part of the giving our best is our worship comes down. And, and you know, we can't worship if we got sin in our hearts. Amen. And, uh, you know, if we just get by, you know what? I had a preacher tell me this morning, Brother James. He said that they've been having some real good services. You know what the key of it is? He said, my church is on fire praying at home. And he said, then when they get to church, he, he said, we get those that want to, they go to the fellowship hall and they'll lift up a, a word of prayer unto the Lord. He said, we're not taking prayer requests. We're just praying for the service, brother. We're praying that the Spirit of God will show up. We're praying that there are any lost and undone that they'd make their way to an old-fashioned order of repentance, amen, and get saved, amen. We're, hey, he said, we're praying for those that's backslidden, that's all in between, that they'd come up, amen. You know what, this morning, that turned my heart. I, I, the Lord's good to us. Amen. There's people on the altar, amen, getting help, sister. You know what that does? That's the chains and the shackles and the weights of this life. They just fall off by the grace of God, amen. I'm truly thankful this morning to come to a church where, hey, you know what he said in the word there in John chapter 4? He said that the true worshipers of God, that God is a spirit, he must be worshipped, amen, in spirit and in truth. But it's time, and it now is, when the true worshipers will come and worship. You know what he told the Samaritan woman right there in that passage? He said, we know what we worship. You don't know who you worship. See, when we're out in this world, we're worshiping anything this flesh is running after, amen. But we get born again. We got a Lord. We got a Savior. We got one that redeemed us. He's my Savior. Amen. How many this morning can raise your hand and say, I love Him. He saved me. Amen. When I was dead in my trespasses and sins, He brought me alive. Amen. That the Spirit of God reigns and lives on the inside. I'm truly thankful this morning for a praying church. I'm thankful this morning that there's people that wants to come out and be in God's house. Ain't it good to come out and worship? You know, it'd be all right if two or three are gathered, but praise God, we've got a hundred. Amen. I praise God for it, brother. This morning before we get started, we usually do communion at the end of service. And, uh, you know, our, our message this morning is giving your best. And I believe communion is a form of worship. And so we're going to be in 1 Corinthians real quick. If our ushers would come up and pass out the sacraments. I've been studying uh, giving the Lord your best, and, and uh, we'll be in 1 Corinthians. We're going to be in Malachi 3. I've got about 15 bookmarks, different places I've been studying, and, and uh, there's so much in here when you start breaking it down. Thank you, brother. And for those that don't know, these are double cups. Juice is in one. The bottom cup's got the, the bread or the cracker in it. How many's glad to be saved this morning? How many's glad to be in the house of God this morning? How many's glad, you know, we come here and worship. What if the Spirit of God never showed up? I'm thankful this morning that the Spirit of God showed up. I was praying the whole time, the Lord, what I feel in my heart and how you're showing up and blessing and filling my cup. Fill everybody's heart in here this morning. Even if there's one here that don't personally know you, grab their attention, Lord, grab their heart.
most is God. And uh, the Bible says here in 1 Corinthians, and, uh, and I love this, the Apostle Paul wrote in verse 23, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23, he says, For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. How you knows that Jesus Christ was wrapped in body and flesh? He, he ate just like we do. And see here, previous in the chapter, Paul, he received this from the Lord, from the Holy Ghost, from the Holy Spirit, that they was bringing meals into the church and different things, and some not having, some having, and, and uh, uh, the Holy Spirit put a stop to it. The Holy Spirit showed him a better way in what it represented this morning. So this right here is partaking of the Lord, the Last Supper, that's over in the Gospels. And verse uh, 24 says, And when he had given thanks... He break it and he said, Take eat, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. And after the same manner he also took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup, for if you would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. I want to read all that because I don't want anybody here to take this unworthily this morning. The Bible says that we would examine ourselves, examine the fruits and the things, the deeds that we've done and we're doing. But as he broke the bread and gave thanks, let's pray this morning. Heavenly Father, I'm truly thankful for this time. I'm thankful, Lord God, for the group of people you got here this morning that you drawed in. I pray, Lord God, as we're about to take communion, the Lord's Supper, I pray, Lord God, that you would bless each home, each family, Lord God, each person, Heavenly Father. We'll give you the praise, honor, and glory, because I know, God, all good and perfect gifts comes from up above. I pray, God, that this says examine ourselves, And, Lord God, I pray that you'd work with each one this morning. That if there's something in the way of their worship, if there's something in the way of their, their uh, uh, worship towards you, toward thee, Heavenly Father, that you would just touch them quick in their hearts this morning. That's why we have this altar here this morning, Lord God. They've done been people on it this morning that, Lord God, this wants your help, Lord God. You said, come unto me, all that is heavy and laden down, and I will give you rest. I love you this morning, Lord God. I pray, God, a blessing on these people, Lord, that's come here today, Heavenly Father. We could be anywhere else, but we come to serve you. We come to feel your presence. Come to be in a body of people called the local church, Heavenly Father. We love you this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. And as he gave thanks, he said, when he had given thanks, they break it and they said, take, eat. This is my body. He said, do this and remember me. And after the same manner, also he took the cup. And when he had supped, saying, this is a cup of my New Testament of my blood. Do it as often as you drink it. Do it and remember it to me. Heavenly Father, this morning, God, I pray, Lord, as we take just a minute, God, to, just to worship you this morning, Lord God, in spirit and truth. Your word says we must worship you in spirit and truth. Your spirit is so strong here this morning, Lord God. I'm looking for something great and grand this morning, Lord God. I don't know if it's a soul going to come down and get saved this morning, Lord. I don't know if it's somebody, Lord God, that's uh, lukewarm, Heavenly Father, that, Lord God, that's going to get on fire for you. I don't know, Heavenly Father, if it's somebody that's just chained down and bound down, Lord God, with the weights and things of this world, this life. But Heavenly Father, they can be free in the mighty name of Jesus. I love you this morning, Heavenly Father. You're my all, my everything. There's a song, you're an awesome God. And truly, you're an awesome God this morning. We love you, we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, brother. I appreciate everybody that come out this morning. Um, if you would flip your Bibles. We're going to change gears right here, and we're going to be, this is continuing on and uh, looking forward for 2024. Our dear brother preached for us one week, and then last week we had a, a, a baby dedication and uh, for Peyton and, and kind of charged the parents. How many knows in the Bible that uh, Paul charged Timothy and, and uh, Moses charged Joshua and different ones? They got a charge, and... And last week, I, I'll be honest, uh, last week I didn't have no intentions on preaching. I had a message and uh, had studied and prayed, and, 
and really what I was planning on doing, uh, I asked Brother Jeremiah, if you remember last Sunday, and I asked Brother Larry if they had a message, and, and uh, so we got up here and we read the scriptures, prayed, and I'm just being transparent and honest this morning real quick, and uh, be honest with you, I was just going to give you the gist, the rundown of what uh, the Lord had gave me just in a couple minutes, and we was going to go to the house, and and uh, the Lord showed up and, and he helped and we preached a charge unto the parents, the grandparents, and even unto the kids that, that we ought to, as children, you ought to be observant to what your parents are doing and you ought to be concerned and, and even as the parents ought to be concerned about God's will and God's ordinances of the church and what he's asked us to do. And, and uh, so this morning, that's part of our worship, amen, is training up our kids and, and, and they take notice, brother. They take notice of what we're going through, what we're facing, how do we handle those situations. And, and we're going to find this here this morning and I'm going to be in Malachi 3 real quick and we're really going to read uh, a few verses but one verse is the key then we're going to go back and this is probably going to go for a couple weeks uh, if the Lord allows and I got to studying this and there's so much on worship and uh, we're just going to kind of break the ice this morning if you would, and uh, so we're going to be in Malachi chapter 3 and I know a lot of you going. he's going to preach on church ties he's going to preach on money I mean, it takes it. The church has got to have it to keep going. The Lord's ordained it that way, but that's not what we're going to be on this morning. Uh, this morning, you know, before we can, and we're going to get in this, before we can truly give from a pure heart unto God into the storehouse, the church, your local church, we have to be able to worship, brother. That's right. Come on. That's a fact. And not only do we have to worship, we can't even pure worship without getting the sins out of our lives. Amen. So a couple weeks we're going to be on worship, and then we might get into church ties. But I believe if we just get the worship thing figured out, God's way, the church ties will take part. Of it. They'll take care of themselves. The church will give, amen. amen. And so this morning we'll be in Malachi chapter three, starting at verse seven. And I want to back up to verse six there and get the first part of that. The Bible says in Malachi chapter 3, verse 6, it says, For I am the Lord, I change not. Can anybody witness this morning? Can anybody testify that the Lord changes not this morning? He said in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8, He said, For Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever, and He changes not. I mean, He's... I've been serving since I was 17 years old. I'm 35, and I can tell you for sure, I've let the Lord down, but He's never, never let me down. Amen. He's faithful to his body. He's faithful to the church. He's faithful to the saints of God. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> For I am the Lord and I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. Praise God. He's merciful. He's graceful to his people. Verse 7 says, Even from the days of your fathers, you are gone away from mine ordinances and have not kept them. Return unto me, and I will return unto you, saith the Lord of hosts. But ye said, Wherein shall we return? I want us to get this this morning. Verse 8 says, Will a man rob God? Question mark. Yet ye have robbed me, but ye say. And I'm reading out the King James, but he's saying right here, You have robbed me. And I'm putting myself in there this morning too. He says, Ye have robbed me, even the, this whole nation. Bring ye, or bring you all the tithes into the storehouse, that you may be uh, uh, meet in mine house, and prove me now uh, herewith, saith the Lord of hosts. If I will not open you the windows of heaven, and pour out a blessing, that there shall not even be room enough to receive it, and I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, and he will not destroy the fruits of your ground, neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field saith the Lord of hosts and all the nations shall call you blessed for ye shall be a delightsome land saith the Lord of hosts that verse 12 there and all the nations shall call you blessed Last week, we preached a charge onto the parents and grandparents that as they went through, and I, I had to ask Jessica this morning, I hadn't thought about the message all week. I couldn't even remember what I preached on last week, brother. On the way to church this morning, I asked her, I said, I know the message over dedication because I remember the little one, but I didn't remember where the scripture was, and she, she started telling me, and then it come back to me. I, but last week, as we was preaching a charge, them, them men took 12 stones and they built up something like a, a monument so that the children and people, when they would ask, they could go back and tell them what the Lord had done, how great the Lord had been. 
He says, and all the nations shall call you blessed. How would the nations know unless it's something they could see? I read all that to say this, and we're going to get in this in a couple weeks. But verse 7 is the key. It says, even from the days ye are gone away from my ordinances and have not kept them, return unto me, and I will return unto you, saith the Lord of hosts. But ye said, wherein shall we return? We see right here, what is it in the New Testament? It says, if you draw nigh unto me. Can somebody finish it this morning? I draw nigh unto you. Ain't that what the word said right here? Old Testament, he said that you've left me, but if you'd come back, and then he gives them, they said, where, where shall we return? So that's what I want us to realize this morning. Where's your worship at? There's so many this morning, possibly right here this morning, I believe that's the reason the Lord gave the message that we don't even know we're derailed off the tracks. And that's what he's asking, like, where will we return to? We think we're doing what we need to be doing. Heavenly Father, I love you this morning, Lord God. I appreciate God, the Word of God. I appreciate God, your blessings on our lives. I appreciate God, this place of worship this morning. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you just do what I can't do this morning, God. Shut my mouth, Lord, and you just speak here this morning, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, this will be a blessing unto your people, Heavenly Father. I pray, Lord God, it will challenge them to read their scriptures, Lord God, to study your Word, to be in prayer with you continually, to have a personal walk relationship with you, Heavenly Father. You've got it all laid out. So many times, Lord God, me, myself, Lord, I think that I'm doing you a service and I'm off to the wrong side. Lord God, I've been derailed off the tracks. And Lord God, but when I come to you in spirit and in truth with a broken and contrite heart, God, that you wouldn't, you hear me, Heavenly Father, and you bring me back and put me in the place I need to be. Then, Heavenly Father, if I'm admitting that this morning because it's true, then how many more here this morning, Lord God, is in the same shape? How many this morning, Lord God, need your touch, your help? And you, the invitation's there Lord God you said come all come all and I pray this morning Lord God that's an invitation for everybody that's in this building this morning I love you I praise you I give you the honor you so rightly deserve you're the king of kings and the Lord of lords the great I am and beside you there is none other in Jesus name we pray amen and amen I want us, if you would, we got a little bit of reading to go. It's going to be a long introductory and a short message this morning. <clears throat> We're going to be, if you want to keep your place in Malachi. We're going to be over in the Old Testament. If you go over to Leviticus chapter 10. That their sole purpose, their sole job, if you would, is to sing holy, holy, holy. And then when they get done with that, they start all over again. And they've been doing it since the very beginning. And they're still doing it now. Is that not right? Because God deserves to be worshipped. He's a holy God. He's a pure God. He's a perfect God. We're going to be here this morning in Leviticus chapter 10. We're starting down. And the Bible said, verse 1, chapter 10 of Leviticus, And Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, took either of them his censer, and he put fire therein, and he put incense thereon, and offered strange fire before the Lord, which he commanded them not. And there went out fire from the Lord, and devoured them, and they died before the Lord. And then Moses said unto Aaron, This is it that the Lord spake, saying, I will, sanctify, I will be sanctified in them that come near me or nigh me, and before all the people I will be glorified. And Aaron held his peace. And Moses called uh, Mishael and uh, Eliphan, uh, the sons of Uzziel, the uncle of Aaron, and said unto them, Come near, carry your brethren from before the sanctuary out of the camp. And so they came near, and they carried them in their coats out of the camp. And Moses, as Moses had said unto them, and Moses said unto Aaron and unto Eleazar and Ithamar his sons, Uncover not their heads or your heads, neither rend your clothes lest you die, lest wrath come upon thee, upon all the people. But let your brethren, the whole house of Israel, bewail the burning which the Lord hath kindled. 
and you shall not go out from the door of the tabernacle of the congregation lest you die. For the anointing oil of the Lord is upon you. And they did according to the word of Moses. And the Lord spake unto Aaron, saying, Do not uh, drink wine nor strong drink uh, thou nor thy sons with thee when you go into the tabernacle of the congregation lest you die. It shall be for a statute forever uh, throughout your generations. And that you may put uh, a difference between holy and unholy and unclean and clean. And that you may teach the children of Israel all the statutes which the Lord hath spoken unto them by the hand of Moses. So we see here in Scripture, and this is where I want to start out because this was a form of worship. This was a, a, a task, a duty that the Levites had that they had to go in and keep. It says in Le, uh, Leviticus chapter 6 that they would ever keep the fire burning. They would ever keep that fire burning that consumed the sacrifices that they would cook all the meats with and, and all this. They would ever keep it going. And, and here they walked in knowing the ways of the Lord that hadn't been instructed, if you would, because <laughs> you got God, and then God was meeting with Moses, and then Moses met with Aaron, the high priest, and then you had uh, uh, his sons and those in uh, Levitical uh, uh, offices, if you would. They come in and they would do the different, they'd build the tabernacle up, tear it down, and all the different things that took place uh, in, uh, to do the offerings and the sacrifices. And they come in and they offer strange fire. What does that mean to you this morning? You know what strange is? It's something that's alienated, it's something that's. Uh, not been used to being offered. It's something that's not God-ordained. It's something that God didn't tell them to do. You know what we can do here this morning at PG Fellowship? We can come in with a foul spirit on us. Hey, man, we can come in and we can mess the whole service up if we want to. We can come here and we can have self in place. You know what strange fire is? One definition of strange is selfishness. See, this place here this morning... It's holy ground. Amen. This place here this morning, oh my, this place here this morning is where God shows up. This place, you know what, where he showed up in the Old Testament, right here where we're reading? You had the outer court, you had the inner court, and then you had the holiest of holies. Amen. And only once a year would the high priest be allowed to go into the holiest of holies. Amen. After he had made a sacrifice, and if he wasn't clean when he went in, the Lord struck him down. He had bells on his tassels. They could hear. He had a rope around his foot. And if he didn't, hey, if he wasn't right before the Lord, the Lord struck him down, they'd pull him out. Amen. He had to be part. He had to have hey, the blood covering over all his sins. Amen. Same way with us. If we're going to make heaven our home, we're going to have to have that blood covering our sins. And not just some of them, but all of them, Brother James. Hey, we're going to have to be submissive to the Lord. <coughs> Because anything else is strange fire. We read here in Scripture, they should have knew better. How many of us know better? Am I going to tell you I'm perfect? No. Do I mess up? Man, I've got an advocate with the Father. I've got one that loves me. I got one that makes intercession with the Heavenly Father for me, brother. I got one that said He'd never leave me nor forsake me. He's my Savior, amen. He's the one that left all heaven that said, He for so loved the world that He came to this place and He loved me. Aren't you glad He shows His grace and mercy? So we see here they offer strange fire. What could that look like in our everyday life? I've got a couple guys that I'm fortunate to get to work with at the shop. For every mistake they made, if I cussed them out, wouldn't that be offering strange fire? If I talked about PG behind their back in Monterey, would that be offering strange fire? If I said so-and-so Tony, brother, man, he's just no good for nothing. He's... <laughs> He knows I love him. Would that not be strange fire? Would I not be a busybody spreading discord? Do you think God would? Come on, brother. And we're going to be probably in Psalms 51 next week. Come on. About where David, after he'd been with Bathsheba, and the Bible never called Bathsheba David's wife. It said the wife of Uriah. David got him drunk. David lied. David committed fornication. 
committed murder. And then he read this book. You know what that book says? It says, Lord, take not that spirit from me. Restore the joy of my salvation. Amen. And then it goes on there to say, so that I might be able to worship. Yes. So I might be able to have the praise from my mouth. See, if we've got sin, see, David knew that because the Spirit of God showed him. If we've got sin in our lives, we can't praise the Lord, amen. amen. If we do, it's not genuine. It's not real. Amen, it's strange fire. It's not pure fire. Amen. It's not an offering, a sweet smell and aroma unto the Heavenly Father. It's not something that will be accepted if you would. There in Malachi, the last couple of verses I read in Malachi, it said that we may teach the children of Israel, that we may teach them. That's if we come back to God. See, it takes repentance. It takes worship. Then we can go out and we can spread the gospel. Then when our heart's right, then when we're in a place, amen, when we get this on the inside, then we can go out. Brother James, he was telling me this morning, when he goes out and does jobs, he loves the witness for the Lord. Amen. I wish we had 50 more in the church Amen. that would love to witness for the Lord. Amen. That's offering a sacrifice when we bring praise. I'm going to, I know why Miss Gail done it. In the beginning of the church, it has me and my family on here. That bothers me be honest i don't want to be highlighted i want jesus christ to be highlighted i want him to be glorified because he's the only one that make, i will never make a difference in your life i can't even save myself amen but i can point you to one that can i can share the gospel with you amen the one that hey hey that resurrected from the dead they sung a song we believe do you believe that jesus christ is the son of god this one do you believe he is the only begotten son do you believe he come to this world because he loved you wanted to save you from your sins do you believe that he died and resurrected amen do you believe he took a, Oh my, he, he took a beating for your healing, amen. amen. You believe that this morning. We believe that. He come down sinless and offered a sacrifice above all sacrifices. So why can't we do this when we come in the church house? Last Sunday morning, I would have raised my hand. I don't believe I raised my hand during worship. If I did, it would have been false. That's what I was praying about. Lord, I want to worship you because I know what all you've done for me. But the way I feel right now, I ain't got much praise in me. <laughs> but he's long-suffering with us, brother. Sometimes, what can mess our worship up, and this is what happened to me last week, is overload and burnout. Working too much. How many here loves overtime, loves getting a time and a half? <laughs> hey, <laughs> we all do. I work for myself, but the more I work, the more I make. I, I like, I've got bills. I do, I'm like all of you. I'm human. I, how many times as Christians do we forget that the Bible says the Lord shall supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory? Do we really believe that? That's a form of worship. <laughs> you know what the key verse this series is? It's Matthew 6, 33, Brother Danny. But seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness. Don't just say part, does it? It says all, all. He would add all these things unto us. I've had to question myself this week, my walk with the Lord, Brother James. Because sometimes we can be too busy. Too busy. And we can offer up something that's not. So last week, I didn't have my hands up. I come for a kneel before God and prayed. Lord, forgive me. Help me. How can I, how can I be a blessing help these people? Because I don't want to offer up strange fire. I don't want to offer up something that's a, a stink in God's nostrils. Amen, brother. Come on. Come on. There in the Bible, in Psalms 51, it says, Create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit. Sometimes we have to have a renewing before we can worship. Come on. That verse come before the praise out of David's mouth in the Psalms there. We have to have a newness, a freshness. Sometimes we just got to have God to touch us. We believe that. 
Then he said, <laughs> the Sunday morning I got up and I whispered in Jeremiah's ear. Because he got up, the, the Holy Spirit gave him something last Sunday. Yeah. It has blessed me last Sunday. He got up and he preached a message, amen. I said, brother, you got anything this morning? He said, I don't have nothing else. I asked brother Larry. Larry said, I've always got something. I feel like there's, there's several here this morning. You're so bound down with the weight and the things of this world. Because Jesus said, come unto me for my yoke is easy and my burden's light. If we're weighed down by the things of this world, we're in this world, but the Bible says we're not of this world. Amen. How was your worship this morning? I've had several that could see I, I, I was in a bad place last week. And they've called me this week. They've asked me, brother. I had one ask me this morning. I said, this week's been blessed. This week's been a lot easier, brother. I appreciate you praying, praying for me and my family. Sometimes we're not always, not always on the mountaintop. Did you know you don't learn much on the mountaintop? Amen. The mountaintop's a good place to praise the Lord. <laughs> but you know what I believe the Lord desires more? Is when we praise Him in the valley. When we praise Him in the climb. I said all that to say this. I, I still prepared a message last week that the Lord gave me. I didn't just go on emotion and say, Lord, I can't preach to him. I didn't go on emotion and say, I can't do that. The Bible says that we make full proof of our ministry, that we'd be ready, we'd be instant in season and out of season. And sometimes we got to do things being Christians that's out of season that we don't really want to do, amen. But we know it's going to bring glory. Did you see a third or half the church on the altar last week? The Lord showed up, the Lord moved, amen. Where's your worship at this morning? Are you going to worship when, when, would you do like Job? When everything goes to the wayside, when you lose all your family, when you've lost everything. See, it's easy when everything's going good to throw our hands up. Me and a brother was talking about this week about gen being genuine, being fake. You know what God, he said he knows the very intent of my heart, Brother Larry. Why would I show you anything no different? I struggle sometimes. Because I'm human. Do I feel the Spirit of God? You better believe I do. Do I read the Word? Yes. Do I pray? Yes. I'm a Christian. I'm a, I try to be a man of God the best of my abilities. Amen. He saved me. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Where's your worship at this morning? When everything else is gone like Job, and even your spouse comes to you and goes, curse God and die, are you still going to serve God? He's worthy to be served. Amen. There's something far better that we're going to than what we see here in, in this life, Brother James. But how many's been put to the test to see if you'd do that or not? I feel like last week was a test for me. I'm just being honest. I feel like it's a test. Are we going to apply faith? You know, sometimes our problems, and I said this last week, sometimes there's no way around our problems but through them. Amen. It's just through them. You're going to have to, we're just going to have to hold on to the plow. We're going to have to dig deep and we're going to have to work for the Lord. And we're going to get through it because you know what he said he'd do? He would strengthen us, sustain us to do the job at hand. A sacrifice is an act of, uh, in the Old Testament, slaughtering an animal, a person, or surrendering a possession as an offering to God. You know, there's a lot of people in the church house that use God as give me, give me, give me. I'd be lying to you if I said I'd never done that before. I believe we ought to ask and doubt not. I believe we ought to ask God for the small things, the big things. But is our heart in the place to ask? We're going to go over real quick. Give me one second. I've got so many bookmarks. 
Matthew chapter 3, and this is what I wanted to bring out. The Bible says, Matthew chapter 3, verse 1. It says, In those days John the Baptist preached in the wilderness of Judea, and saying, Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he that was spoken of by the prophet uh, Elijah, Isaiah, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, and make his path straight. And the same John had his remnant of camel's hair and a leather girner about his loins, and his meat was locusts and wild honey. And when they went out uh, and went out to him, Jerusalem and all Judea and all round about uh, Jordan, and they were baptized of him, and Jordan confessed and sin. But when he saw the Pharisees and the Sadducees come, his baptism, he said to them, O generation of vipers, who has warned you from the wrath to come? Bring forth, therefore, fruits met for repentance. See, not everything that we bring to God is acceptable. The other place in Scripture, and I couldn't find it, is about the two mites. Remember the woman that come and she give the two mites? And I know that's about money, but I'm... What I'm preaching on this morning is worship and giving your all. The woman with two mites and there's a rich man that come up and he give of his abundance, the Bible says, and the lady come and give her two mites and it was all that she had. And Jesus said, who do you think give more? He's talking to the disciples. Who do you think give more? Obviously by number, the rich man gave more. But who give out of their want, out of their need? Are we going to serve God like that? That's what I want PG. That's what I want us to have. It's like that song in the Rocky movies, The Eye of the Tiger. I want us to have the Holy Spirit working inside of us. I want us to have the fire burning. I want us that when, hey, things are thick or thin, it doesn't matter. We're going to serve the Lord. We're going to put Him first. We're going to put the Lord on a pedestal because that's where He belongs. He's the great I Am. Amen. He's sitting on the throne in heaven because that's what matters. What are we going to give to him, Jeremiah? We're going to worship the Lord? Because I read in the scripture that if we would do that, brother, then God would show up for us. Amen. Come on. Last week was hard, but this week was a blessing. This past week was a blessing. The Lord richly blessed, just feeling his presence. Getting something so simple, and I told the dear brother this, that because the weather's nice, getting to open the doors at the shop and seeing the sunshine come through and the breeze. Something so simple as that is a blessing. Amen. It ain't all material blessings. That stuff's going to burn up. <laughs> that ain't laying up treasures in heaven. Amen. If they come and play this morning, we could go right into part two, but I'm not going to do that this morning. I've been kept in long enough. If he'd play this morning... But pure worship, as it talks about in the book of John, as they're coming up, that we must worship in spirit and in truth. I don't have the words to describe to you how great and awesome our God is. I was listening to a song on the way to church this morning. Our God is an awesome God. He reigns. that song sums it up we serve an awesome God this morning is he not worthy of our praise we was going down I-40 this morning and me and Nash and Jessica just worshiping and praising the Lord there in the car probably people passing by won't know how, what we're doing we're crazy but crazy about Jesus he's the one that makes a difference in our lives he's the one that grants us victory if we trust in him if we'd all stand this morning, has it... Go ahead and sing, brother. Come on, from wherever you've been, come brokenhearted, let rescue begin. Come find your mercy, oh sinner, come near. Earth has no sorrow that heaven can't heal. Earth has no sorrow that heaven can't heal. So lay down your burden. 
Would you worship Jesus Christ in spirit and truth this morning? Would you be willing to come and just lay it all down for Jesus? He said if we just seek Him first, hit that all thing, Brother Mike. I love you this morning, Brother. I pray, God, that you and there's power in the precious blood that was shed on Calvary. I just pray this morning, Lord God, for healing his body, that you have strengthened him, Lord God, comfort him, Lord. Let him know how much you love him. There's hope for the hopeless and all those who stray. Come sit at the table. Come taste the grace. There's rest for the weary and rest that endures. Cause earth has no sorrow that heaven can cure. So lay down your burdens. Lay down your shame. All who are broken. Lift up your face.
Can I say happy birthday to Scott Haas? We forgot earlier. 